Hello and welcome to the Majors Mess Hall podcast. This is episode 198 and I'm your host Gavin. And again, I'm joined by the amazing Scott Powers. And I got to say, when we first started recording this podcast, this episode, Scott had a weird thing going on with his camera where his lips weren't attached to his face. So (laughs) there was one point where he got up to go and plug some lights in. And as he got up and walked away, he went off camera, but his lips stayed on screen. It was really weird. I think it turns out there was like a filter on, but it was the weirdest filter I've ever seen. Because you, your lips literally carried on talking as you left. It's like you a cartoon. This whole, <laughs> this whole week has been absolutely crazy for me. And uh, I didn't even talk about it on my pod. But so do you remember where the target is by my house? Not not too far, like maybe a mile or two down the road. Yeah, tw- 20 uh, minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I drove to there the other day and... Uh, I got out of the vehicle. Well, I put one foot down and I was like, wait a minute, something's not right here. And then I look, I didn't even have shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that? I don't know. That's the first time that's ever happened to me. That's a bit worrying, isn't it? <laughs> that's what Karen said too, because dementia runs in the family, man. And and that that one because like I, I didn't even realize it when I was driving with on the pedals. You know, how can you not notice? That's the worst feeling ever driving a car with no shoes on. Well, because I, I like walk around barefoot all the time, so it's just I don't know, maybe natural, but driving, I don't know, man. I came home and Karen's like, That was fast. You forget your wallet. I go, No, I forgot my shoes, and and she's like, Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> who does that? Yeah, <laughs> <This> that's <guy>. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> so Craig's not we I did actually try and get Craig on um but he's just been he's he's working a lot and he just wasn't feeling up to it when I asked him but he's going to come back he is going to come back on um it just would have been nice to get him on with you which is still the plan I haven't decided what I want to do for episode 200 yet like part of me is like do I want to just try and arrange a throwback episode and get you and you and Craig on together and just the three of us will do just something you know just an episode for the listeners that have been there since day one which congrats on that too uh it's been a long time i don't it's funny because i think over the course of eight years you'd assume that there'd be way more than 200 episodes but when you space it out that there's one every two weeks and then sometimes there's gaps where you don't recall for a few months it it obviously all adds up and it makes sense but yeah it just feels like there should be more than that like that we haven't we haven't capped off at 200 yet it's so strange well, I get pissed yes. off because I'm only on episode 26. Today we recorded uh, 26 for this season, and I should be up damn near like 50 by yeah. now, you know, but because yeah. my co-host does That's what it. she wants. So I recorded 129 episodes of the Powers Point podcast so far. Okay, so that's 129. 
added to, we said 115 of the um, Majors Metal that you did, that you've done so far. That adds up to uh, 129, add 115 equals 244 episodes you've done. Yeah, 244 episodes in total com- of, you know, of podcasting. And that, do you know what? That doesn't include guest appearances on other people's podcasts, which we've also I, done. I was going to say, you've done more than I have on that. Well, not really. I, I, I still think you're, you're way ahead of me podcast-wise in record, a, a number of episodes, definitely. You, but then with that know, said, a lot of your earlier episodes were like five minutes long. <laughs> right, right. It's because it was just me and I was actually... I, do you know what? I, I, I still say this to this day. I don't know how you lasted as long as you did on your own because I did one episode on my own just to see how I'd do it. And it was a nightmare and I, I could never do it again. I, I need somebody to talk to. See, like a lot of people, you know, in the very first five or six episodes, I would write everything down, like word for word script. You could tell I was reading, you know, I it's my words, but I wrote it down. Yeah. So then Lynn, it started with Dave Farley. Uh, He was the first person on my podcast, like a real person, you know, as like a guest. We talked about toys and then I was like, I kind of like the feed, but, you know, like like being able to talk to somebody, you know, it's more natural. You know, one of my truck drivers said, oh, you could, you talk so much, an hour should be nothing for you by yourself. And I go, yeah, but when I talk to you guys, I'm talking to somebody and getting responses back from you. So it's easier to feed off of, you know. It's difficult talking on your own. It really is. And then I try to do it by myself like last month by my, myself and i'm like uh, no way yeah i give that up and then it makes you kind of like you feel like you're going backwards then instead of progressing like getting better yeah then you start going by yourself and some people that's natural i don't see how but you know uh yeah i don't know any one person podcast to like no i don't know i don't know of any to be honest it's that it's also very because you have to in, in order to because i know this because i did that one episode but you have to like everything's structured so and then there's a lot of editing because obviously there's there's going to be points where you'll stumble over your own words you'll leave gaps that are too long so there's a lot of editing involved when it's just you but it's more so the planning and it's a lot of planning whereas if it's when it's just you and someone else or another two people there's not really you just still can structure an episode but you don't know where it's going to go because there's conversations from everyone, not just you. Whereas when it's just you, you know what you're going to say. You know where it's going to go. It's not going to take, you're not going to go off on tangents, you know, that you didn't expect. It's it's all coming from you. So it's different. It's, yeah. it's hard. And and you may have people volunteer to be a co-host, but some people, it's cool, but you feel like you don't click. Yeah. You know, like you and I, we click. Yeah, you know, because we know each other, we know how we're going to react with each other. Yeah, uh, me and Lynn, we know each other. It's family, and James, isn't it? Yeah, and me and James, we know each other from like ten years too. Yeah, you know, so it, it's uh, I'm really lucky to have them guys. You know, and yeah, and I, I I'm this, I'm the same with Kelly. You know, obviously, I've known Kelly for over twenty, you know, twenty odd years now. So. 
I, I gel well with her and there's never going to be a moment where we don't get like we obviously we have our little spats but you know we gel well together and that's never going to be a problem but then people like Sammy and um, Stephanie and then even Brian these are all like new people in my life where I, I took a gamble and it's paid off but I took a gamble it may not have worked out there's been other people that I've recorded with where it's not really you've clicked but it's not you have to kind of know, like, whereas you may have been doing this that long, that you just, it's like a subconscious thing that, like, when I stop talking now, you're going to fill the gap. You're going to have something to say because you're engaged, you're enthusiastic, you've been doing it for long enough, you know that you're supposed to jump in. Whereas other people, you'll finish talking and there's, there's nothing because they're waiting for you because it's your podcast. They're waiting for you to fill the gap. And it's like, no, 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 I need you to jump on now and you fit. And it's not, it's, it's hard finding people. It really is. But we did something that was even harder. You and I, in the very beginning, we didn't have video to look at each other. So we had to learn how to like talk, you know, and not step on each other's toes and like cut each other off, you know. So like having Zoom, amazing. I could see you talking. I, I know when you're getting ready to stop, you know, so in my head it starts clicking, you know, and, yeah. and you are the same way. You know, so like, you know, that's not like a broken record sometimes, man. But I mean, you and I, we 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 click really good, and uh, oh, I I, 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 it's funny because like the the dynamic that you, me, and Craig, because we got to include him as well because he he brought the comedy into it, even though we didn't know he was. It was very similar to the Ricky Gervais, Steve Pil- Steve Merchant, and Carl Pilkington situation of like you know two people prodding at someone else to get the funny stuff and that's kind of how it was but like that it's weird that we just got on so well straight off the bat and lasted as long as we did and you know obviously now you do your own podcast but you still come back on every now and then and i've been on yours as well and like it's never that chemistry's never gone it's always been there and it's weird when you think about it because it could have been we could have done like one or two episodes and then been, you know what, this doesn't really work and just stopped, but we didn't. It just flowed and then it just got, it just built from there. Well, there was times where we we would record episodes and we would start crying because it was, it was that funny, you know, <laughs> like talking about the down clown. We talked about uh, the squeaky jackets. Uh, it, it's just, uh, yeah, man, it, it it was like thinking about the early days of the mess hall, thinking of Craig's nursery rhymes or or telling Craig we're not recording the podcast. We're just talking and we're really recording the podcast and just yeah. to get him to talk. I think that was episode five, you know, or yeah, because like he refused my... to do. A, he's like, oh, I'm not doing one. And we're like, come on, because I'm not in the mood. And then we said, OK, can we just talk to you then? We won't we won't do a podcast. We'll just talk. And he goes, fine. So we got him on and we just did an episode because it's no different than having a conversation anyway. So for the whole fit time, we were just joking, going, this isn't an episode. I think we named the podcast episode, this isn't a podcast or something. Right, Because right. we tricked him and he just went with it. He didn't even realize. I think to this day, he doesn't realize that was recorded. And see, a lot of people don't know, man, but we were all closer than just here. We've also played like GTA together. Uh, yeah. That's where we, it you know, like, yeah, you guys used to kill me all the time, and <laughs> you know, you guys would have a tank and just run me over or snipe me with the damn <laughs> rifle. <laughs> you know, uh, you know it, it was fun, man, and and 
like when I think back, those are like some of my funnest days or or blue man powers at the Swearnet building, <laughs> you know, like you taking a picture. Uh or my inflated bed with the air out of it and uh, <laughs> or or the second time I was at your house, Craig was there waiting and and I had my bag packed and like you pulled up in front of your house, you had to go get your kids. So you just grabbed my suitcase and just threw it out the window, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. and Craig's like, what the hell? Or, or the first time I was at your house, we got delivery and, and I think Craig gave him like a 20 cent tip. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You tell him to keep the change. It was like 18 cents. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's like, right. Yeah. Like, there are so many memories that I... I, I... No, the, the, another one was... I don't think you were there. We are just talking about the tips. We went into... We had a... I think it was like a sushi or something, me and Craig, and, and Dina was with us. And we went in and we, you know, we bought the food. And when we came out, he'd paid for his own food. We'd pay for ours. And then he, 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 he hadn't tipped. And we were like, Craig, you're supposed to tip. And he goes, I didn't know. I'm like, yeah, you're meant to tip. it. In North America, you'd have to tip. So he goes back in. He goes, oh, go and tip. So he went back in. He come back out and he goes, I tipped there. He only tipped it a dollar. So he went all the way back in, apologized for not tipping, and went, there you go, and gave it a dollar. And his, his food come to like 40-odd dollars. So like, it didn't add up. That can <laughs> even be worse. You know? should have like, just left it. That's like a slap in the thing. Hey, I can't say nothing because I got burned at the keg. I got burned at a, at a, what was oh, the other man. restaurant? Yeah, you, you were terrible. Uh, I can't go for a meal with you. It's too stressful. It really is. What was the other restaurant? It it was the sit down was, breakfast. Like, there was the it? brass brass rail. That's called yeah. That's where she. Yeah. Uh, what did she do? She nearly burned you with the kettle or something. I can't remember. Was she poured yeah, water she poured on you? Poured the coffee and I I was holding on the cup, and she poured the coffee and it spilled on my hand a little bit, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh no, he's gonna make this. He's gonna blow this up now. Well, how about another memory I got with with the three of us? Is getting stuck in the hallway at the red stag in the stairwell because oh, yeah. we were going to go to the top floor and it was locked. And then we came back downstairs, it was locked. That's right. Yeah. We went all the way up because we were looking for the bathrooms. I think we went all the way up to the top floor. And then I think we said to Craig, didn't we? Don't let the door close. And he let the door close. And we, we literally had no handle to get back out. And we were like, we're stuck now. We had to wait for, we had to wait for somebody to come in the, in the door to, to go out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was another customer, wasn't it? Seeing us, and we were like, "Help!" <laughs> right, right. It, so, like, there were so many from the Split Crow. Uh, that was the first bar that I had with with you guys, and yeah, that's right, yeah. And I had the what was it the deep fried pepperoni, yeah, uh, and a beer, and and Craig told them, "Here, there's another thing, man. It just hit me when." When I gave him my my bank card, you know, the bartender, and she's like, I'll just add it up afterwards. And Craig told them to just put everything on my tab. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So so everybody's enjoying you Red Bulls and and, 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 and Cokes and Craig and his uh, like multiple (laughs) double Jack and Cokes. (laughs) And it was an open tab. Yeah, and and yeah, I was being charged to every one of them. <laughs> oh, it was amazing! Was like, but man, I would would not trade those days for anything, man. And 
You know what though? Like, and I've I've said this before, man. The door is always open. If ever you want to come back for a visit, let me know. Honestly, I'd love it if you came back for a visit sometime. We we'd have such a laugh. Yeah, I I know we would, man. I always have fun when I come there. You know, even your cat. You, I don't think your cat would like me coming over there, but <laughs> oh yeah, the cat. Yeah, the cat was like wouldn't let you out the bathroom. He stood like Scott's a big guy and he stood in the bathroom and he's like, Gavin. And I'm like, what? And he goes, come in. So I went in. I'm like, what's going on? He goes, I can't get out. And I'm like, why? And he goes, the cat. And he points to the floor. The cat's just sitting there looking at him. And every time he tried to come out the bathroom, the cat hissed at him and swiped. So he couldn't get out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good old Sue. (laughs) Yes. She's around somewhere. Oh, yeah. She's asleep on the couch. You can't see her. She's off camera. Oh, hilarious. You didn't yeah, have man. that the last time I was there, Rick and Marty, Marty. Yeah, I bought those when I was... Oh, no, I bought those in England. Yeah, I got those in England. Now they got a new voice actor because the other one went to jail. Yeah, that's right, yeah, he did, yeah. That's uh, that Homer painting there, I painted that. It's there. Oh, that that's like Gansel's on it. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of painting lately. Yeah, I've seen, man, I've seen a lot of the... The stuff, uh, but that wallpaper of Funkos, man. I remember when you only had like 10. Yeah, most of them. Okay, so a lot of those Scott actually got, just to tell our listeners, a lot of those Scott actually got for me. And he's like, I can get you them really cheap. And I was like, okay, it's like, I don't know, $6 or something. He's like, I can get you them. So he got me all the Sesame Street ones or most of them. A load of the Muppet ones he got me. And uh, some really big Dark ones Crystal. as well. But he got me like the, the Labyrinth ones and the Dark Crystal ones. And then so when I... He brought them here for me. And I was like, oh, how much do I owe you? Scott's like, don't worry about it. It's totally fine. He's like, you have them. It's fine. So he gives them to me. Scott obviously got them off somebody who owns a store he's friends with for me. Didn't realize the guy was giving them to Scott because he thought they were for Scott. So Scott was like, oh, I gave those Funkos to my friend. He was really happy. And the guy, Scott's friend was like, what do you mean? He goes, you know, the Funkos you gave me, I like, I gave them to my friend. And the guy was like, I gave them to you because I thought they were for you. I didn't give them to you to give to other people. So he cut him off then. <laughs> At that yeah, point, Zach, I Zach, didn't get any more. Zach cut me off. Zach <laughs> cut me off. Like he's got the trailer park boys. And and he's like, hey, uh, the three of them for 38 bucks. And I'm like, 38? Like, like, can't you give me a better deal than that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's not, he's not going to do it, is he? No, no way. But man, there's like, <laughs> dude, if you ever came back here, there's like these toy stores that you would just be amazed by. Uh, there's one toy store I went to last month. It was just all Funkos. That's all they had yeah. in the whole store. Funkos, man. Yeah. And it was that that was kind of weird because I don't collect them no more. But the other, there's three. I say eight minutes, you'll probably give them about 12, 15. But I got three big toy stores by me that sell nothing but like old toys, you know. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how I got lucky on that one. Yeah, I'd love that, man. If I ever came back, I'd have to bring the biggest suitcase I could find plus like $500. I'd have to bring just, and that's just to spend on stuff because I know I'd want to buy stuff in the stores. Dude, how about when I came to your house the first time? With the Funkos, I had like three bags just the Funkos. <laughs> I didn't That's what like, I mean. Like, yeah, you just filled up your bags, didn't you? Like with them, yeah. <laughs> and like you say, some of them are big ones, like the Big Bird and the um, the Ludo one. They're massive. And then, and you got me the snuffy snuffy one. There's three big ones you got me. 
and then uh the dark crystal one don't they have a big guy on that one too or is that no that was that was labyrinth, labyrinth. that was ludo yeah yeah but i got the trailer park boys ones i talked about about them on the last episode i got them all all three of them you should get them you know they are good and to be honest 38 boxes is a steal i paid way more than that for my three right right so, so they yeah. do look good though yeah man I'll, I'll i'll show you i'll show you them hold on just one second this is of no interest to our listeners at all, but um, what I like about them is, and I'll, I'll compare, I've got the Golden Girl ones as well, so I'll show you one of those just to <laughs> compare, but like, this is the Julian one, so it comes with the glass. Dude, I can make a Scott Powers shirt, uh, uh, Scott Powers out of that one. Yeah, exactly, that yeah. That is cool, got yeah. the rum and coke. Exactly, and then uh, Ricky's got a smoke, and he's holding a gun. Oh, dude, I never noticed the gun. Yeah. The, the detail's amazing, even in the shirt. Like, it's proper houndstooth. Like, you can't see it on the camera, but it, it's the, it's the oh, shirt that he wears. It. And then my favorite one is the Bubbles one. And the reason why, if you if you look, the glasses are, like, they're, they're like his glasses. They actually put the lenses in that pop. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I like see it. It's a, it's, and, and the reason why I brought this one, this is Sophia from the Golden Girls. She's got glasses on as well, but hers are just normal. They don't pop, but bubbles, obviously. Yeah, they're flat. Yeah, I, I just love that little extra detail that, like, they could have made them flat, like this one, but they didn't. They they went that extra little mile and gave him glasses that actually pop out like his actual glasses. And and what's, so, what so I think is funny is that his, his eyes, you see his eyes, his eyes are actually magnified a little bit as well. Like, they're not that big underneath the glasses. Really? Yeah. Which is even another nice detail that I like. Like if you look at him compared to Ricky, his pupils are slightly bigger than Ricky's. Right, right. They're different shape too. Yeah, yeah. I just, they, 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 I just love them. And and any Trailer Park Boys fan should get them. They're, they're just the the effort is amazing. You know, as much merchandise as they make or have them i'm sure they don't have like NECA, NECA figure dude if they had NECA figures on them holy cow they'd be sold out everywhere man yeah imagine a green bastard NECA. that'd be amazing wouldn't it that that'd be cool man that yeah. would be really cool yeah it would huh yeah, yeah man you built up quite the toy collection behind you like like yeah it's pictures good. on the wall it's quite ridiculous to be honest. Like there's, there's, I've got that many of them. It's not, it's not like collecting cards. You know what I mean? Like playing cards or you know those, like Pokemon cards or anything. It's because that you can just put them in your pocket. This is like, they're big. It's it, you can't hide them. So, but all the bottom ones you can That's see. SpongeBob I took, I took those out the boxes. What SpongeBob? Is that staying SpongeBob up there? Is it? No, I don't have a SpongeBob. What are you talking about? This. It's one, two, three. Yeah, that one right there. Who is that? That that is um Draco. No, I believe that's Angelica from the Rugrats. I think. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I we've we've that. actually interviewed the woman who did the voice of it. Yeah, let's see. You're getting like bigger and bigger guests. See, I'd like to send that. So Sammy obviously knows it and doesn't live in California anymore. But that's where the woman lives that we had on Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Chase. Um, I'd love to get it to sign it, but Sammy doesn't live there anymore, so unfortunately I can't. But I'm going to see if at some point I can get Mike Smith to sign the box for this one, for the Bubbles one. Ask him to have the boys sign sign them. 
Yeah, I can't be bothered. It's, it's not. It's honestly more of a. It's more messing about doing that. Whereas I know Mike, so we, I can just take it to him and he'll do it for me. Um, but the best one I've got is Amy Martin, who's a listener and a friend of mine. Where is it? Oh, I can't. I can't really see it on there. I think it's that one there. That is um, Christopher Lloyd as Doc Brown in Back to the Future, and she took it to him and he signed it for me. Did he really? Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. That that's the be- that's the best one. I'll see if I can get it out without knocking them all down. Yeah, you don't got to knock the tower down. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. Whoa, whoa, time. whoa! Got a feeling Ronald McDonald's. Yeah, there we go. Ronald McDonald's falling down. But it's in there. It's in like a protect protective case. But he he signed the box. Man, that is really cool. Yeah, she was at a comic con and he was there. And she wasn't even planning on it. It was just he was there, and the line. She said there was there was hardly any line. She was like, so I just grabbed. They had like merchandise you could grab. She grabbed this off the shelf, went straight, paid the money, went straight up, gave it to him, and he signed it for her. And then she bought in like Ch- a special box for it to go in. In Chicago, they had the the cast of Back to the Future, and it was like nine hundred dollars to have them a picture with them. But they said the sad part was is Michael J. Fox had to keep going behind the curtain or rest. Yeah. And and then like every 20 minutes he'd come out and do a few more, then go rest again. That that's horrible, man. You know, like it is, yeah. Well the, but, I, the, the the trailer park boys met the cast of Back to the Future as well. There's a photo on the internet of them all together, like four cast members of Back to the Future and then the three boys. And uh, I was talking to Mike Smith about it because like I I'm a huge, as everyone knows, a Back to the Future fan. So I, I actually messaged Mike and I was like, I can't believe you just met Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. Like, what was that like? And he was like, it was really quick. He's like, you just they just move you in. He said, um, you, you you can say hi to them. He's like, they just take your photo and off you go. He said, it's not like a meet and greet with us where we interact with the fans. He said, with them, it's just, they just shove, shove you in, snap, snap, off you go. It's really quick. And then he told me about, he got a selfie with Christopher Lloyd, I think at a different one. And um, I was like, oh, because he, he was he said to me, like, I'm really looking forward to meeting Christopher Lloyd. So I was like, what did you think? Because he's a he's a big taxi fan. And um, what was the other film that he did that he liked him in? I can't remember. And um, so he, he said he was a bit disappointing, he said, because he'd gone over to him to talk to him. And he said he wasn't really very chatty, but he spoke to him for a few minutes about the things he wanted to talk to him about. And then afterwards, somebody somebody who works for Christopher Lloyd came over to Mike Smith and said, um, "Go, yeah, that was it." He, he asked him for a photo, and Christopher Lloyd was like, "Yeah, no problem." So he took a photo with him. Christopher Lloyd said it was fine. He took a selfie, and then somebody who works for Christopher Lloyd came over to him and said, "Like, um, Mr. Lloyd will not be taking any more photos with anyone." And Mike's like, "Okay, like, I, it's already done." Like, I I asked him, and he said, "Yeah," and we took it, and it's done now. But he like made an issue of it, so I don't know if that was Christopher Lloyd saying tell people not to come over to me, or whether that was, you know, just his keeper. I think it's their agents, man. Maybe, maybe it was. I don't, I don't know. But Mike was just like, whatever. So Mike like said, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna post it everywhere just to just be annoying. So he posted it all over social media. It's <clears> it's like when I met Michael Winslow, I had to like uh, watch him for Mad Hatters. You know, oh, yeah. he's the sound effects guy on Police From Academy. Police Academy, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that guy is so cool. And he, he's like, Oh, I'd love to come on my on your podcast. And I'm like, Cool. You know, and then he's like, You gotta talk to my agent. And I go, Yeah, forget it. 
And he's like, why? I go, yeah, I don't like your agent. He don't like me. So uh, oh, really? You didn't get on uh, with him? No, <laughs> no, dude. Uh, he He's like a heavy hitter on money, you oh, know, okay. and and as you do, we don't pay. You know what I mean? People yeah. are nice enough to, to donate their time to us. And uh, no, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Matt Hatter's told me don't even mess with that agent, man. Because no, see, his, I, I, he's he is somebody I would love to talk to. So if you ever did get him, I'd, I'd be like, listen, if you need a co-host, let me know because I'd love to talk to him. Oh, dude, I, I love me, those movies. You let me on with people, man. So of course I'd have you on. But this agent, his office is right in Times Square in New York City. So uh, you you can tell right there, man. He's like a, a, a like a yeah. boss, dude. You know, like yeah, he doesn't stand for any messing about. Yeah, you know, it's like the the manager of Bon Jovi. Forget it, <laughs> you know. Like yeah, he said he said John would come on my pod, and I was like, great, you know. But fifteen grand for fifteen minutes, man. Sorry. What was it? Yeah, hang on. You actually spoke to John Bon Jovi's agent. You did. Yeah, I got it online. Dude, yeah. no way, really. Yeah, this was like my ninth episode, tenth episode in. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, but 15 grand for 15 minutes. That's ridiculous. Like, you know what? Because I'm, as you know, I'm a massive Bon Jovi fan. I've got the logo tattooed on my neck. He would do that for free. If he, if you asked him and he was like, you had the time, he'd do it for free. So it just shows you that agents are just crocs, man. You, you know, it makes me mad too because really singers like that aren't big in they are big in our generation but yeah. in today's generation kids don't care about bon jovi right now no. you know and <clears throat> no and i always say they're lucky that we even like remember to have them on you know like yeah uh ronnie specter who 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 sings the song uh be my baby from the ronettes from the 60s I asked her on, and the agent said she's busy. Well, a couple of days later, she died, so I guess she is busy. <laughs> you know, like, Jeez. Uh, like, but that's our our thing, too, like our curse, dude. You know, like any interactions, yeah. people die. You know, just, I don't know, man. 100%, man, 100%. But it's a wild yeah. ride. I, you know, I, I don't, obviously, I can't speak for you, but, like, I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Um, I, I, I care less now. I used to care and I used to be like, every episode's got to be edited and I have to do one every two weeks. And now I'm just like, you know what? I'll do it when I feel like it. And I'm not, I'm not spending ages editing because I actually don't think the listeners care. They just want to listen. They don't really care as long as it's, you know, it's engaged. It's in, they, they can get engaged into it. They don't care if you edit out dead air and coughs and stuff. So I don't bother. Yeah, I get scared because I know one hour of a show it takes me seven hours to edit yeah which is like too long but you used to do that you know i used like, to do that i did that for probably this amount of time you were on 109 episodes probably and then i just i, I stopped caring i'm like i haven't got the time because i you know at the time i had two kids they were both getting older and i needed to be there for them and stuff and i just i couldn't edit and it just took so long and by the time i'd finished work and i dealt with the kids and stuff the last thing i wanted to do is sit at a computer and edit an episode so i, I didn't bother and no one ever 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 complimented me for a good edit no one ever said do you know what i listened to your podcast and the, the editing was fantastic so it, it, it wasn't even noticed it was only me that noticed but you are a perfectionist whereas you know like 
I used to be. You you take pride in that stuff. You know, like I had to learn how to edit because you did all the editing, you know? Yeah. And I find when I take something from the end of the show and it didn't belong there and I move it all the way to the front and I blend it in with everything else and it sounds perfect. Man, it makes me feel awesome, you know? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, definitely. You know, but then, like you said, not one person says, hey, man, good job editing, you know? so You'd have to show them what it was like before you edited for them to really appreciate what it is you're doing, and you're not going to do that, so it's it's just not worth it. And see, it was harder for you back in the day, too, because everybody was on their own track, you know? Yeah, yeah. now zoom you just take the audio throw it on whatever you're doing and it's one track you know do you remember that every time we'd start i'd have to go right count to 10 remember every time so that i could sync up the tracks afterwards and you had two laptops hooked together and like it was was, and you know what quality was great but it was such a shoddy setup yeah (laughs) but you, you did it man and you learned from it yeah you know, and by now you're like a pro. Well, you know? I mean, I've I've just been doing it that long now. It's just second nature, right? Same and, same with you. So we've been in it in this for that long. There's not many people. When you think about all the podcasts that we knew back, you know, seven or eight years ago that were doing podcasting, they're not doing it anymore. They've stopped, and that that's just the normal way things go. You do it for a couple of years, and then you stop. You and me, it's like we're stubborn. We just don't want to give it up. And we don't see no end to it. It just yeah, just keeps going. Know. It stops when it stops. At the end of the day, I don't have a t- I don't have a time limit. There's no there's no expiration date on this at all. And when one co-host leaves, you already got a backup plan. It yeah. may take a little. It may take a little bit, but you 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 talk to enough people where you think, hold on, they'll be a good fit, or that person would be a good fit. Yeah. You know, like my newest guy, James. I didn't even think about him. And then when I know he listens to the pod and when I seen him at the last wrestling show, he's like, he goes, man, I'm glad I talked to you because your last episode by yourself, it sounded like you want to shoot yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, and I'm like, well, I need help. Yeah. And he's been, he's been there ever since. And he comes up with his own topics. And, you know, I ask him, I'm like, well, you picked whatever you want. I'll I'll just run with it. You yeah, know, that's good. Yeah, you're putting him through his paces as well to see what he's like, and he sounds like he's doing well. And he's already asking about editing and everything else, and I'm like, well, I'll, I'll show you, you know. So it's like whatever yeah. can take the load off of your shoulders, you know. Definitely. So, but definitely, man, like I said, man, I almost 200 episodes in eight years. I, I can't say congratulations enough on that pod. And doing that and keeping it together. Yeah, you know, thanks, man. But say, it's, again, I keep throwing it back your way because it's the same. You might have you might have stepped away from our podcast, but you're doing your own and you've been in this just as long as I have. So congratulations to you as well for lasting as long as we have. It's what I've learned amazing. from you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's basically we learned. I mean, we were new to this. You know, we didn't. Yeah, it started didn't with have Keek, a clue. It started with Keek videos. Yeah. And, and then... uh it just progressed. Just went there. on from there. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, we are going to wrap things up now. So I just want to say thanks very much to Scott Powers for joining us. Thank you to all of our listeners who've, you know, been listening for 198 episodes now and anybody that's jumped, jumped on in between as well, of course. Um, but also 
make sure that you go to linktree.com forward slash majors mess hall because that is going to give you links to everything that we do. And um, it's going to give you a link to our merchandise page if you want to buy a t shirt with majors mess hall on it. We've got some other stuff on there like mugs and bags and things. Um, our SoundCloud, you can that's where our podcast is uploaded to, so you can listen there. Um, Apple Podcasts, you can find our podcast on there. There's links and even a link to Spotify as well, which is my personal choice for listening to podcasts. Um, and if you can give us a review as well, I mean, you can give us a, an actual review on on um, iTunes uh, for the podcast, which would be amazing. And then you can give us a rating on Spotify as well. We, I think it's like might be out of five or six stars. Obviously, we'd love to have the top amount of stars that you can give us, obviously. Um, that really does help people find the podcast. Um, and also, you know, if you go to linktree.com forward slash majors mess hall, it'll also give you um, a link to our Patreon page if you want to become a patron. Um, and that's where you can donate um, whatever whatever you want to monthly to the podcast and, and every penny goes back into the pod. And um, as always, thank you to all of our current patrons to help us out. We really couldn't do this without you. And um, yeah, thanks very much, Scott, for joining us, man. Cheers. No problem. See you, man. Take it easy. All right, dude. See ya. See ya. Yeah.